Hello there. Dr. Bill Crawford here, psychologist, speaker, author of seven books, host of two PBS specials, here again to bring you another tip on how to help you create the life you want. Specifically, how to use my life from the top of the mind philosophy to bring more clarity, confidence, creativity to everything you do. Today, I want to look a little past what we've been talking about in the past. For those of you who've been following my videos and my seminar, you know I have a system all about how to access certain parts of the brain, understand how the brain works, change the chemical makeup of our body, and in that, I will kind of go through that step by step. And I've been trying to do that in the videos, even though they're short, to give you a sense of what that's like. Today, I want to go a little bit past that. Now that you have a sense of what the system is like, what's required to put it into action? To me, there are three things. I call it purpose, place, and practice. And because I want to keep these videos short, I'm going to do a video on each one. Today, I want to talk about purpose. Now, I've talked about purpose in the past, especially in terms of one's highest purpose, i.e. the qualities and characteristics uh, you want to bring to life. What's important here is the idea of having some clarity. Remember, clarity, confidence, and creativity. Got to have clarity before we can access our confidence and creativity. You got to have clarity about what you're going for. What are the qualities you want to bring to life? Um, do you want to be more uh, creative? Do you want to be more compassionate? Do you want to be more confident, uh, more kind, more loving, more open, more influential? Whatever it is, you got to know what that looks like, and you got to make it your highest purpose means it's got to be the most important thing in your life. It's got to become, it's got to come before everything else. There's another component of purpose, however, I want to speak to in this video that is as important, but maybe not one that I've talked about so much. It's that the reason or the purpose for doing this, making these changes, can't be the problems about the problems. It can't be the anxiety about the being anxious or anger about being angry or worried about being worried. It can't be the motivation of, uh, from the problem. And that's a challenge for a lot of people because a lot of people come to my seminars or want to work with me as a psychologist specifically because things aren't going well in their lives. They want to change some aspect of their life. They're motivated initially by the problem and sometimes even the pain of the problem. That's understandable. And that will get you to a certain place, but it won't get you where you're going because when we use the pain of the problem or our worry or anxiety or frustration to motivate ourselves to change, we're actually engaging the very parts of the brain that produce the problem. Worry, anxiety, fear, anger, resentment all engage that lower 20% of the brain. So we can't use that lower 20% of the brain or the brainstem to create a top of the mind perspective. It just doesn't work. So what we've got to do now is create a vision of what we want and then a reason for doing that that is congruent with the part of the brain we want to engage. What do we want to do and why is really the big question. Now, what does that look like? Well, for a lot of people, it's, whoa, I have a vision of the kind of life I want to live. I have a vision of the person I want to be. And I know how good that feels. I've experienced that in the past from time to time. I know what it's like to be more clear, confident, and creative. I know how much more productive I am, how much better my relationships are. And that's what I want. So that movement toward that is our motivation. In addition, what I think we can also say is, all right, you know, this is something I want to teach to those I love. You know, I've got these four questions that I love to encourage people to ask themselves to get some clarity about whether they want to hang on to any of the old reactions, and if so, what do they want, want to change it to? 
Um, number one, am I doing it on purpose? Number two, is it really working for me? Is it helping me create the life I want? Number three, is this the way I want to be defined? And number four, would I teach and or recommend this way of being to someone I love? I think we can all look at our stress, our frustration, our anxiety and go, nope, not doing that on purpose. It's not working for me. I certainly don't want to be defined this way. And no, I would never teach this to someone I love. So what we want to do is have a motivation, a reason for change that has to do with this is how I want to be defined and this is what I would teach to someone I love. If my kids or my little brothers or sisters or someone who really looked up to me were coming to me and they say, hey, show me how to live life. Show me how to deal with people. Show me how to be an adult. I'd want them to learn certain ways of being and my motivation for that would be my love for them and my desire for them to have this clear, confident, creative experience of life. So what I'm encouraging you to do is to start this process by getting a list of the qualities and characteristics you want to bring to life. I encourage my clients to make this list 20 qualities or characteristics long. What that does is it overwhelms the limbic system and goes, okay, okay, you're worthy, you're valuable. I'm not going to question, are you enough anymore? You got these 20 qualities or characteristics. Now you have the sense of highest purpose. Now the question is, why do you want to do it? Don't make it because if I don't, bad things will happen. That throws us down into the brainstem. Make it because this is, this is the most important thing for me. This is what the life I want to create. My living this kind of life would be so meaningful for me. And this is what I would love to pass on or teach to someone I love. When you have those first two aspects of the process, it's going to put you well on your way. Next week, I'm going to talk about the second P in the three P's. It's called place. Talk a little bit more about what that looks like. And then the very last one is called practice. Talk a little bit more about that. Each one of these has two meanings. So I want to talk about the obvious meaning and then the less than obvious meaning. So you'll have as much uh, information as possible to help you create the life you want. So I'm hoping you're enjoying these videos. If you do, please hit the like button. You know, this is what I do for a living. So feel free if you want me to come to your organization, do a presentation on how to live life from the top of the mind where everybody is coming from that clear, confident, creative part of who they are. Go to my website, BillCrawfordPhD.com. Hit the contact button. Let me know what you're interested in. Love to talk with you about that. In the meantime, here's to you. Bring in more clarity, more confidence, more creativity to everything you do. And I look forward to seeing you in the next video.